Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network. Free and available where you find folks get your podcast. On today's episode, full episode chat with the one, the only friend of the program, Lansing State Journal columnist, Couch and the Rube co-host. Yes, I'm talking about Graham Couch. We talk everything March Madness from the the Foster Lawyer storyline to how MSU is going to fare against Davidson all the way to, well, How's Graham going to be spending his time in Greenville? We hit on a lot of topics here. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My favorite people, yes, Locked On Spartans Nation. How on earth are we doing on this fantastic Wednesday? As, oh my god, I just felt a sharp pain in my chest. Uh, We are just two days away (sighs) from Michigan State's first round matchup in the NCAA tournament against Davidson, and I'm I'm doing great. I'm gonna gonna make it. Maybe. Probably not. Who's to say? Um, Hey, thanks a lot for listening to Locked on Spartans, especially in a week as exciting as this one. Uh, A few, very few weeks more exciting than the opening weekend of March Madness. So thank you so much for tuning into this here podcast to not just listen to my takes and thoughts and everything, but also Graham Couches as well. Yes, he is with us for the full episode. But before we get to that chat, it's two things I got to politely ask you. One, hey, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, this is the Lockdown Spartans podcast. You probably already knew that by now. And number two, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you have any Mortal locks uh, in your bets that you want to pass along to me. Locked on Spartans at gmail.com is the place to send all of those. And um, yeah, I, I guess uh, you guys are probably sick of listening to, to my voice. Let's, just, let's get another voice in the mix here. Let's get to our guy, Graham Couch. What doesn't this man do for Michigan State Spartan fans? He, he writes. He's an excellent columnist for Lancet State Journal. He is on podcast, the Couch and the Root podcast, and he's just, just all around just a sensational on Twitter as well. He's Graham Couch, friend of the program, been on here a few times. Pumped to have you for opening weekend, Graham. How on earth are you doing? I'm doing well, and the check is in the mail. Thanks. I do very few of those Lovely. things. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I noticed you put a little extra in it this time, so really had to bring it that time. Um, Graham, I was going to cut right to the chase here. Uh, I, I've been what the kids call going through it. Uh, I have been shook about Michigan State's first-round matchup against Davidson. I've looked to friends. I've looked to therapists. I even read uh, or even visited a tarot card reader to help calm my mind over MSU versus Davidson. As one does, how do yeah. you How do you feel for the game? Can you help ease my mind and tell me that I'm just crazy and there's nothing to worry about? Well, I don't think there's nothing to worry about, but... <sighs> okay. Well, because, frankly, we've just seen too much of this Michigan State team, right? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's ultimately... But... I do think, and I've seen Davidson up close. I went to, I saw, watched him play courtside against Duquesne, which is not a good team this year. Yeah. Um, but when I went down to do a Foster lawyer piece in Pittsburgh, and, and so um, I, I, they, I mean, they, their offense is beautiful to watch. It's everything that Michigan State fans probably wish Michigan State's offense was to watch. It is read yeah. and react, back cuts, five guys that can shoot. You know, it, it's you know, it's it's fun. It's fun to watch. They. They are not, however, overly athletic. They're not. They're not unathletic. I mean, you know, just, just, yeah. They're not. It's not. It's not an unathletic team. Um, but it, 
certainly. And, and Lawyer didn't play, keep in mind, the day I watched him play, and they were still really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, and But I think Michigan State, if they're the team they were in Indianapolis, physically, and just playing with that edge and sense of purpose, will athletically, if they're, and if they're dialed in, because if you lose shooters, you're in trouble with this team. And if you're not... Uh, you know, if, if, if you don't have, you know, somebody watching the back cutters, it was interesting talking to Julius Marble yesterday. You know, if, if those who are old enough to remember like Antonio Smith against the Princeton uh, offense in 1998 in the second round, I mean, he was really the captain of that thing. And it's interesting that Marcus Bingham wasn't mentioned as one of the guys who's going to have to do this role, but yeah. Julius Marble and Malik Hall are. <laughs> that tells you a little bit about, I mean, Marble plays the five too. Why not? Why not Bingham? But anyway, in terms of calling out cutters, right? In terms of, uh, because it really takes a quarterback in the back a little bit. And then that same player also has to get out and defend shooters. It's, it's, so it's, that's a, that to me is a, is a tough job. But I think athletically Michigan State's better. I think this is a good matchup for them uh, overall. Um, they're better off playing a team that's not like them. Uh, and this is not a team that's like them. I think, uh, you know, and, now there's you know Tyson Walker can't go. AJ Hogard mm-hmm. has to play 30 minutes, and then the other 10 were you know is that Max Christie? What are you getting out of that position? That things go wrong, um, and then again we saw you know two and a half games of really good play from them in Indianapolis. Even the Purdue game I thought was a pretty good pretty good performance. The question is, is that the new norm? Is that how they're going to play? Or are we going to see something less? If you're looking for hope from Michigan State standpoint, I will point out that the the, the week that was a disaster before that, uh, the games at Ohio State and the game at, at Michigan, were really without a healthy A.J. Hogard. And he has been so much, I mean, a, a catalyst for them of late. And there have been a few games where in the Iowa game, he was healthy and things went off the rails. And if you, you know, another thing Julius Marvel said when asked about the greatest comparison, who does this team compare to offensively to anybody you played? He said Iowa and style and other things. So, you know, there are there are reasons to be concerned. Mm-hmm. I just think there are a lot worse matchups out there, and I, and, I, and I do like Michigan State to win this game. Plenty more to talk about with Graham Couch, but first, just have to talk to you, find people about Stat Hero. That is right, Stat Hero. My goodness gracious, do I love brackets, and we'll talk more about brackets later on, but, uh, you know, truth be told, I, I don't I don't win these things. I don't even come close to winning these things, uh, except that one time in fifth grade where I won a free McDonald's uh, lunch, but that was uh, quite some time ago. So that's why these days I'm hedging my bets with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Oh yeah, leveling out that playing field, baby. Stat Heroes NCAA Single Game Pick'em's pit star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Well, it's because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to their Pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players that, well, you choose. It is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. Guys and gals, it's just what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash lockedon. And use promo code LOCKEDON for a 100% deposit match. 
That's stathero.com slash LockedOn. Use promo code LockedOn for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash LockedOn. Promo code LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Also, need you to get ready for March Madness with some built bar. That's right, whether it's uh, just, just a day of watching the kids, a day at the office, or a day where you're going to do a half-hour workout or a two-hour workout, or watch, like, what, 13 straight hours of college hoops? Built Bar's got the goods to power you through anything. Listen, they're great on the body. That's right, they're great on the body. Most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, just 4 grams of net carbs, but a whopping 17 grams of protein. They are also sensational. On the taste buds. Uh, go with their classic flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, or get nuts and get a built puff. That's right, built puff, the first ever protein infused marshmallow. Their flavors are the bomb, like churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. Just go check out all the flavors yourself. You will absolutely love them as they are all wrapped in 100% real chocolate. And also, hey, enjoy this little promo code I'm about to drop on you. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. And get 15% off your order. One more time, gang. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And before getting back to Graham, just want to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day. Now make sure you also check out Locked On Bracket Breakdown. That drops March 14th right here on the Locked On Spartans podcast feed. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling gave us all in-depth breakdowns on every matchup. All right, back to Graham. Here's a question that I don't even know if it makes sense, but hey, we're just gonna ask it anyway and see how uh, how it falls from here. Uh, what's gonna be more? That's how I usually do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, just blurt out words and then just let you know the other guy just clean up your mess, which is what you'll do right now. But what's gonna be more important Friday for Michigan State? Is it gonna be the offense or the defense? Because okay, obviously Davidson, great offense. You would love MSU's defense to show up, but also just as you alluded to earlier, and as we saw on Saturday. Friday, Saturday against Purdue, whatever day it was, Saturday, yeah. when the jump shot ain't falling, yeah, oh boy, offense can uh, not do so well and fall behind in a track meet that Davidson could offer. Right. I'll say it's the defense, though, because okay. I think they're going to be able to get theirs offensively um, against Davidson to some degree. Defensively, this is why, and this is why Michigan State makes runs. This is this is this is the Izzo Hall of Fame stuff. I mean, this is why he's in the Hall of Fame. It is the gap help defense from the elbow and all. It's what Michigan State does, and you know th- these are the matchups that they have not lost. Now th- there are times there's just George Mason games. There are there are games throughout time where they've lost games that they were predicted to win Nevada the following year or a couple of years before that. But these are ultimately the games that allow you to make runs. You got to win this one first. And, and over time, they they really have, and and um, I think defensively, not letting Davidson get going and get in a rhythm and feel comfortable. Um, I mean, there's the Foster lawyer angle too, and 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 that'll be interesting. Um, he is not their best player; he's technically their leading scorer, mm-hmm. um, but they, they are. I mean, it, it it'll be it'll be interesting to see that whole development too, because I, I do. I mean, I feel bad for Foster lawyer okay. that this matchup is happening. I think this completely overwhelms his NCAA experience. You're playing a former team. Everybody's out there sort of judging the new you, even though you've had this amazing year at a perfect Mm -hmm. level, at a perfect place for you. Uh, And I, and I think that sucks. Um, I just, I just do. I I just, from that standpoint, I wish they, they, they weren't actually uh, playing each other. Um, But you know, that, 
he also is a I don't want to say he's a different player, but he's in a different place. Totally. And uh, so I would not be surprised if if if, if he hits some hits some shots. And he's running an offense that 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 suits his limitations more. You know, that's actually where I wanted to go to next, just to end the Davidson conversation. Is yeah, like how do you feel about the Foster Lawyer situation? But took it out of my mouth right there. You don't feel great about it. Do you do you think are you putting a tinfoil hat on and saying that this was a conspiracy by the selection committee to get the storylines, or is it just the fact of the matter that these two teams it, you know, it, just are Matt, the seeds? Yeah, Matt Charbonneau brought this up and guys who've gone through the committee, and I, I I'm sort of in between. I, I think they enjoy certain storylines, I'm sure. Uh, but if you people have gone through the selection process and I never did it, I never went down there and did that, but mm-hmm. uh, it was sort of the mock committee things, you know, Matt Charbonneau said, one of the things that would happen is you'd go through it and there's no, this team goes, you know, we're, we want to pair these two teams. There's no storyline talking at the end. You look at the matchups and they're like five matchups. You go, well, that's kind of juicy. It just kind of always falls into that place. You know, sure. Illinois Loyola last year. Now, I some and, and and like this for example, this game is happening the way it is, I believe, because is Miami the the other ten Miami's playing anyway. Miami and San Francisco and Loyola are the other ten. Right. So, yeah. so yeah. What, what, what's happening is Miami can't play Duke in the second round because mm-hmm. they're in the same conference. So that forced Miami as the ten seed not to be on Duke's path, which made Davidson Michigan State happen. Otherwise, you know what I mean? So there are lots of things that now you can say Tennessee should have, you know, like the Tennessee Duke thing's a good argument and this Michigan State should not be playing yeah. uh Duke at all in this in this game or in this in this, you know, in this pod or or and then they might not be playing David. Who knows where where all that would, would, would shake itself out. But uh, yeah, I'm not a you know I trust a little that I, I don't know. I, here's my problem with it. It's not so much these matchups, the storyline matchups. I'm sure a lot of them just work themselves out. People have been saying Davidson, Michigan State for a while and some of the bracketologies. Could, mm-hmm. could, to me, it's some of the mid-majors face. Like you, you, over time, there have been too many games where two really good mid-majors who had great seasons deserved better than facing each other to eliminate one yes. of them. And I'm yes. sorry to the committee. You can say that's just how it shook out, but you seeded them. You didn't know what you were looking at. You created this mess. And the, the greatest, I mean, but but also the committee also, we, we've struggled to judge certain teams for a long time. And the greatest example of this is the 5-12 matchup. The reason the 5-12 historically is the great upset matchup is because it's not an upset. Like, that's not an accident. What often happens is the five seed is some underachieving high major that didn't quite get it done as you thought that year. They're good, but they're not is connected or they're missing a piece or they're not as functional as you want, but they're a really good team. The 12 seed is a mid-major who's better than everybody, everybody realizes, has an incredible year, has a great connectivity together, and they play a five. And you know what? That 12 would beat that five six out of ten times. That's, all, that's I believe, how the 12-5 thing came to be because it's just us not really reading what these teams actually are. Um, but there are times that the two mid-majors playing each other early, that is absolutely on the committee. And they can tell me it's not. And you know what? We'll go back through it. We'll go back through all those Missouri Valley, Creighton, SIU seedings, go through each one. And I want I want an explanation because it's either you did that to pair them together early or you're inept in your evaluation. There's one of the two. <laughs> so you have to admit to doing that or being inept. You get you get you get that choice. 
You know, I didn't know how I was going to shoehorn this complaint in this conversation, but you just opened up the door for me. I, I absolutely hate that San Francisco and Murray State are playing yeah. in the first round. Like, just one of those teams is going to have to just bite the bullet first round. And, like, those are two great stories. Murray State, like, they're obviously in the tournament all the time, and they're some fun teams to watch. San Fran, they're having, like, a once-in-a-decade, like two-decade year. And, look, and sadly, one of them's got to go because, man, they're, they're paired together. Any, anything else, like, get your goat? over this bracket or did we just cover it all right there? It's I, mean, not a bra- I mean, yeah, it's not a bracket. I have huge complaints with, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think the big 10 got fairly decent matchups and I'm going to do a column today. I think on, I do think that um, this is a put up or pipe down year for the big 10 a little bit okay. uh, because, and not in terms of they need to win another national championship. I'm talking about getting to the second weekend with several teams because I think the draws are there. I think you've got, teams that are capable, teams that have been upset that should have the sweat equity to say, this is what we, uh, you know, this is what we want to do. This is important to us. And I think also you've got teams that have lottery picks, right? And yep. to me, if, if, you know, that you've got, I mean, Keegan Murray is a difference maker, you know, um, you know, you've got Johnny Davis, difference maker, uh, Jaden Ivey, difference maker, that Purdue team, like those three teams, Illinois has got guys like those, actually it's those four teams that I, I really think ought to be in the second weekend. And and I know Wisconsin's played a lot of close games and isn't is maybe talented as, you know, is the, is the record, but uh, at least three of those teams ought to be in the second weekend. Um, or I, I think that's, we're, we're overvaluing the big 10. Be right back with Graham in a hot second, but just have to talk to you beautiful people about rock auto. That's right, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, hey, does your Mustang need a scoople blabber? I don't know, I'm not a car parts guy, and maybe you're not. But hey, luckily, you don't really have to be a car parts guy because the the family folks at rockauto.com are. They save you time. They save you money when you use Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Well, you would do it if you were a big clown. Here. Here. But you're not a clown. You are an esteemed individual that uses rockauto.com, and you take advantage of their reliably low prices that are there for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet and gas pedals. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, and please write, please write Locked On in there. Hey, how'd you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Nailed it. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. God, I, I, I hope that it is a put-up year because... The next question, um, there, there's three things that are just horrible sports conversations that no one ever wants to hear about. Number one, going away, is fantasy football. Like, I don't want to hear about your team. No one cares. Number two is, like, don't tell me about your seven-leg parlay that lost four games by a combined 17 points. Number three is no one wants to hear about your bracket. So with that said, what's your hottest bracket take? Because mine is that Purdue, because I'm an idiot, is cutting the nets down, and they're winning the whole thing. So I really hope it's a put-up year. Do you have any like spicy sweet 16 teams because my other one is that i was not making the sweet 16 it's the jackrabbits of south dakota state so that's another we, one i got too but do you have anything could happen i've got i've got iowa in my final playing Whoa, look at you 
Love that. So, Let's go. Yeah, I'm all I'm all in on Fran. Me and Fran, we've made up. I'm all in. <laughs> um, the Fran fade is over. Um, I love this Iowa team, the way they're playing. I hope it continues. I think Purdue's got a chance. I struggle with their defense at times, and it's not just – it's not that they can't, you know. For a while, I was like, why don't – the more I've watched Zach Eady, the more I realize what the problem is. And this is your ultimate choice of your Purdue, and they're going to have to think about this if they fall short this year. Totally. When you recruit a 7'4 dude with tree trunks for legs who moves slower than I do guarding a ball screen, you are susceptible in certain ways. Yeah. You have advantages, uh, but you are susceptible. And if they don't get somewhere this year because he's playing more minutes than Travion Williams and they don't get it done defensively, you got to stop guarding, uh, recruiting the seven foot four guys that you keep having because ultimately you're a program that hasn't been to a Final Four, and that might be what keeps you from 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 going there this year. I mean, it, it's I just you you watch. I mean, if you're a decent point guard who can get downhill, you can mess with Purdue pretty badly because of that matchup. But in terms of another um, bracket take, you know, everybody's real high on Arizona. I think that point guard injury is a bigger deal than people realize. And I, okay. I and so I, I'm very curious to see how they uh, get through things. I, the point guard stuff is, yeah, it's that can really mess with you. And, and, and you, you can take one guy out of a team and it changes everything. I, I think that's the one that I, I'm, I'm curious to watch and, 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 and would be cautious about having them go too far in my bracket. Do you have any like bracket rules that you follow every year? Because I have one golden rule and this is a really bad year to follow it, but I never put any teams in the mountain time zone or the West coast time zone in my final four. Like if you are West of what Baylor or wherever on earth, Kansas is like, I think they're central time zone. Like you're dead to me. I don't trust you. Granted there's Gonzaga in Arizona this year, but do you have any wacky bracket rules that you always follow? I don't. I learned to go more chalk than I used to. Because even okay. if you, even if somebody goes long, you're going to be not not chalk per se, but less upset. You know, because even if you pick one of those, if you get too screwy, and the you know, and you have a, a team that goes a long way that you know, or if I pick an upset, I, I tend not to have that team go too far, because that's what really bites you in these in these in these things. And and you know, I have not won a bracket in. Eight years, maybe. Okay. Nine years. I first met my wife, <laughs> and I was in her bracket. This is great, though. This was fun because it's never worked out this well. She was working at WILX, or she had worked. She was working at the Lansing State Journal. When we met, but she had worked at WILX in Lansing for a while, and um, I got in their bracket. So I'm the outsider, you know, sports writer, LSJ's in the in the TV ten bracket. I come in there and I win it right away. Just boom, like Bang. that. <laughs> and I won multiple brackets that year because I think I just submitted the same bracket and it just hit. I don't, you know, it was a really good bracket, and so I looked like such a yeah, such a badass. And and it was great. Yeah. It was amazing. And then uh, I've never won one since. Um, in college, I ran it because uh, naturally I always run gambling pools and things like that. And uh, the the guy who won it two years in a row was this guy who lived in my you know residence hall that knew nothing, zero about basketball and so it's i enjoy that component though i enjoy the fact that this brings people who don't care together to watch games um to have a bracket to be you know i think the fact that it becomes more of a national i don't say holiday because it's a month-long thing but it becomes Mm -hmm. more national interest because it, it includes people who aren't just college hoops junkies i think it's one of the great things about it 
So what's going to be uh, your week like when you get down to Greenville? Like, do you just sit down and watch? Will you watch, like, the three games before the MSU game? Or are you just going to, like, chill and, you know, limit your hoops fix so you don't get too inundated a, with it? Or what's, what's the Graham Couch itinerary like? So we can all stalk you, of course. Yeah, it's a good question. Greenville is, is I've heard, is outstanding. One of the great walking towns. Uh, Jake Boss, the MSU baseball coach, they went down there last week. They go down there every year for uh, for their spring trip. Okay. You know, he he said he wants to retire there. Like it's that nice, and and wow. it, it, and so the hotel's right downtown. So I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm gonna want to be out and about a little bit, but it is a perfect. So if you're covering one of these events, there are things you don't want and do want in terms of getting to watch a lot of hoops. You don't want the early game because the early game. What happens is you cover the early game, and then you're working during all the other games. If you want to watch hoops, you want the late game. And because that you, you, there's less to do, you've kind of done it already. People, you know, whatever you're going to write, people are reading. So this is a great setup for in terms of uh, for all of it. The, the availability for Michigan State Thursday. There are interviews down there with Davidson and Michigan State on Thursday late afternoon. Not great for for some of the deadlines, but um, so yeah, it'll be a mix of work. I mean, they send you down there, you got to produce. You know, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. These things are not <laughs> cheap trips. They're sending two of us, so um, you know, you, you got to. You got to turn about decent, decent work, and 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 the late the late game will be, uh, like the nine forty tip or ten whenever it starts is potentially a, a, a at my age now something I enjoy a lot less because I'll be working till you know four or five in the morning. Uh, gotcha. Minimum the next the next day. Now, now my last question is this is completely off topic, but like and broad. But what's just been your favorite part of this season? I mean, is it like the guys you get to talk to on the team? Like, is it just the fact that things are back to normal or is it something completely different? Yeah, it's not entirely normal because locker rooms aren't open and there aren't locker okay. rooms. Right. At the NCAA and, and there won't be at the NCAA tournament, which usually are, which which really leads to great storylines. I mean, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's harder to, to tell. Michigan State, to their credit, has been um, uh, outstanding. Uh, Max Carey, who does, the, you know, is the SID at, at getting guys separately so everything's not a press conference setting or a group setting. So you can do some interesting things. They, and, and to their credit, they've really gone out of their way, I think, to do that. Um, but it, but it's been good because it's better than last year. Zoom sucked. I mean, it, yeah. it was you – know, you just didn't get to know people. You didn't have real conversations. Now, this works. One-on-one Zoom actually isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But the group Zooms are, are the absolute worst. And then um, – you know, so yeah, it's been that. It's been it's a team that you know for all the uh, frustration they've caused fans, and they can be a maddening group in the way they play. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good group of kids, good group of guys. Like they're they're nice, they're respectful. Uh, they're some good guys who are good conversationalists on the team. Guys have gotten a lot better. Marcus Bingham for two years back when the locker room was open pre COVID was just not that interesting and not that good a talker, and he is so much more thoughtful and engaged and um i mean it'll do him well whatever happens to him in life because he just it, it, he just mm-hmm. gets it way 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 more and and uh um yeah so that that's it's been fun to watch that sort of thing but yeah they've been a you know and there have been enough highlights with them that it's been you know they're not some team that's just constantly awful uh that and there's enough hope that you can that's key you got to have some hope in something you're writing about otherwise it just gets depressing right uh, no kidding. Yeah. Or uh, just talking about or just thinking about yeah. and then you lose sleep and it's like, wait, why am I losing sleep over a group of college kids that are 18 to 22 years old? And then uh, hey, you start to look in the mirror and it's like, well, I'm not going to change. So this is just who I am <laughs> the rest of my life. Here we are. So, yeah. 
There we go. Can't wait to do it all this Friday after uh, Foster Lawyer puts up 28 points in a 76 to a uh, victory for the Wildcats. Uh, I hate this time of year, Graham, but I love it. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it's a long off season afterwards, so <laughs> it is. It is. I, I can switch myself to football hopefully as soon as I possibly yeah. can. But yeah, I mean, the the listeners can't see it, but you can see how bad this hairline has gotten. Like it's it's scaled back two inches just since Selection Sunday. It's uh, whew. we're a hat for a reason, you know. So. <laughs> hey, 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 amen, man. A big hat guy over here. So yeah. uh, also a big Graham Couch guy too. Thanks a lot for joining, man. Re- really appreciate it. Listeners love you as always. I, I bet I love it even more because it's always great chatting with you. So really appreciate your time. And um, Matt, I always enjoy crazy it. Week. I always enjoy it. I'll do it anytime. Oh, love it. All right. See you tomorrow then. Thanks a lot, Graham. A massive thank you to Graham Couch for taking time out of his very busy week to uh, chat with us here on the Locked on Spartans podcast. And also thank you to you for listening to Locked on Spartans. Really appreciate uh, being part of your March Madness preparation for a half hour today as, uh, oh God, like I said, just... Mm. Two, two days away until Spartans versus Wildcats, I, if, if if I make it until then, that is. Um, so, yeah, really, guys, thank you so much for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day. Now go make your second listen, Locked on NFL Draft, with Ryan Tracy, former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and, ab- free and available where you get your podcast. On tomorrow's show... Stay tuned. We're going to get in the gambling side of things as one of my good friends, Paul Costanzo, yes, of PlayMichigan.com, will be joining us to uh, give some best bets, some numbers going on with March Madness. It'll, it'll be a hoot and a half. I uh, can't wait for that one. And then later on, Anthony Ayani will join the show as we also preview the Davidson Wildcats for Friday's show as well. So that's what we got to look forward to, gang. Love you all. Go Green.